Hey everyone, it's Roberta. So, happy Saturday, first of all, and it turned out to be a glorious day. Cool, nice breeze, and the sun is out. Well, this week again, I had a few ideas in my head. And the first topic in the inner peace post that asked for the best advice you were ever given was by Holly. She's an excellent nurse. She's just a sweetheart. And her advice that her dad gave her was give without expectations. And expectations, that was one of my thoughts for this podcast. So that's where we're going with it. We've all heard, I'm sure, a ton of oh adages, sayings about expectations. Um, I remember one that I heard, or no, I think I read 35 years ago, if not more, and it stuck with me because I thought it was kind of sad. It was hope for the best, expect the worst. Life is a play where unrehearsed. Now, the end of that I like. Life is a play where unrehearsed. We never know what's going to happen, but walking through life, expecting, you know, the worst, that's kind of sad. You know, people always say, wait for the other shoe to drop and you know, just expect something to come up that's not going to be good. Um, and Holly's was perfect that when you give, it should be because you want to give and because you want the other person to be happy and, and see their reactions and, and help them out or, or do something good for them. Not because you expect something in return, because you're holding it over their head thinking, okay, so the next time something comes up, well, you better do something for me. Because that's not, that's not giving. That's almost like bribery or something that you want something in return. Um, What were some of the other things that I remember? I don't think anyone else mentioned anything about expectations in, in the post. Um, Oh, there was one, another one I read. The best things in life are unexpected because there were no expectations. And that's true even in relationships or day-to-day interactions with people. If you expect something from someone, and especially if that expectation is based on how you would treat people or how you would act, then you're probably going to be disappointed because everybody acts differently. Which leads me to another one. Um, Oh, what was it? What was it? When you learn to like people for who they are and what they do. No, when you stop expecting people to be perfect, you will like them for who they are. So there again, expectations. And we all know nobody's perfect. So expectations can really have an effect on you when you are expecting people to behave like you do. And then I start thinking about other things and sometimes it's kind of rough being in my head because sometimes I'm a very concrete thinker and black and white and this is the way things things are. And then other times it's like I can veer off into so many different aspects of things. But then I started thinking, well, what about relationships? Obviously, there's social contracts that are attached to a lot of relationships, not just romantic relationships. And you expect things from people. Employers have expectations from you, of course. There's all of the, the uh, 
what are they, the evaluations and you're expected to meet certain deadlines or whatever it might be. So those are expectations that are that are defined, clearly defined. And then expectations in romantic relationships. And this is kind of where I got hung up in my head thinking about things. Because for a, for a long time I thought, okay, I get home, it's quiet. I'm used to being alone. There's no room for anybody in my life because how on earth could I have that quiet? How would somebody fit in? How would, you know, how would that all work? And then one day I had an epiphany and I thought, oh my gosh, all I have to do is say, okay, give me 20, 25 minutes. I'm going to change, shake off the day, clear it all out. All the energy that went into whatever I did, I just need to take that time. And then my focus and presence will be with you. And I thought, huh, asking for what I need, what a concept. What a concept, eh? Just asking for what we need. And why is it so hard for us to do that? And I think probably a whole other topic, but some of the fears that we have are fear of rejection, that it won't happen again, or it won't happen even though you ask for it, or or loss, or um, won't meet the standards of whatever it is that we're asking for. But there's some kind of fear attached to it, or even seeing, seeming vulnerable asking for what we need. But I thought, yeah, light bulb moment. You just ask for what you need, and if he's understanding, then he'll say, okay, yep, take that time. I understand. I get it. But now did I place an expectation? This is where my thinking gets all kind of muffled and why it's hard to be in my head sometimes. So then I was thinking, if I say that, am I now placing expectations on somebody and assuming that the outcome will be as I asked for? But without asking for that, it could lead to a whole bunch of more problems, right? There's going to be, you know, why am I quiet? Why am I kind of being aloof? Why do I need this time? But if you explain why and ask for what you need, I think that's different than expectations. That doesn't mean it will always be met, what you need, but at least you put it out there and there's no way that another person can know what you want or what's needed without you saying it. So in that respect, I guess that's another social contract, but one that's clearly defined, which is different than just assuming somebody is going to read your mind and know what you need. So maybe just talking about that right now, I kind of unraveled that, whether it's an expectation that now I placed upon him. So how many times have you expressed what you needed and then somebody met your expectations? Or were you in a job situation and you had no idea what was expected because nothing was clearly defined and you were kind of floundering and you needed to seek guidance so you knew what the expectation was. I think a lot of times people get thrown into situations and you're left floundering and you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, There's no task list and there's no... uh, criteria to follow 
So in that kind of situation, it's good to have expectations and know how you're supposed to be performing and, and to get the work done that's expected of you. And then going back to the post that Holly had about giving without expectations, why can't we see that more as a random act of kindness that we're doing and instead of expecting something in return, just do it from the heart and make sure that the person gets what they need. Who knows, maybe one day it'll come back around to you and, and somebody will help you or give you something that you need. I know I was reading something, you know, of kids and magical thinking and this psychologist likened the whole magical thinking concept from Piaget to the law of attraction. You know, thinking that it's going to happen, we're going to make it happen or appear or we're going to get what we need. But the other side of that is, I think when people have their focus on what it is that they want and where they're going in their life, I think it's more apt to happen than not having goals. And I also firmly believe that there is the energy. Um, one of my favorite nursing theorists was Martha Rogers. She was so ahead of her time in thinking energy and how even just the room of a, of a hospital can affect the color, you know, the color, the noise, whatever might affect the patient's uh, healing. And she just all believed, she believed that we were all intertwined and that our energy affects everybody. And I know people probably think that's hippie, but you know when you walk into some kind of a room and you can feel how that room is. Is it tense? Or are there some people that you like being around more than others because of their energy or because you get along with that person? So I think there's a lot to be said about that. And for the law of attraction, maybe if you do put that out there and energy connects with like energy, you'll be more like, likely to have whatever it is that you're thinking about. The other part of that too, I think, is that you, when you're looking for something, that's what you're going to find. If you go out and, I don't know, you're looking for a fault in somebody, that's what you're going to pick up on right away. If you look for the goodness in somebody, you're going to see that come shining through. Or if you look how certain people are interacting together, you're going to see what you want to see or what you believe it to be. So there are many different ways that you can look at the whole law of attraction. And I don't think it's entirely magical thinking like this psychologist was saying, you know, likening it to Piaget and kids when they're younger, the magical thinking. trying to think what else I was going to say about this. No, no, it's just so I think I mentioned attachments. So when you are expecting somebody to behave like you, you have already a preconceived notion of how things were going to go. You have this outcome already in mind. And if it doesn't go exactly like you were thinking it was going to be, of course you're going to be disappointed. So if you don't have that attachment to the outcome and you're just doing what you enjoy or spending time with somebody that you enjoy, then that's 
the good thing that you were getting from it right then. There's no attachment. There's no outcome that you're directed at. You're directing your thoughts to. It's just being in the present moment. So often when people are thinking about different situations, they have it all worked out in their head. I mean, you have this map of what's going to happen and how everybody's going to behave and what the ending is going to look like. And I know a lot of people, like my daughter on with the anxiety, so many outcomes and usually with anxiety, they're, they're not good on outcomes. And luckily those things don't come to pass, but that's a lot of time and energy that you put on something that is never going to happen. But then if you are thinking one thing and it doesn't happen, you are disappointed and I remember one of my teachers at one time had mentioned that about not being attached to an outcome so then you won't be disappointed and that makes a lot of sense to me right now it didn't at the time I I didn't understand what it meant but now thinking about different situations it's just a lot easier to be in the present moment and not thinking about an end game or how things will turn out on a certain situation. Of course, in work situations, you would like, you know, to be successful and you have to do A, B, C, D to get done a certain project or to make sure that things are in on time. But in other situations, it's not a detachment either. That doesn't mean that you're emotionally not invested or uh, detached from somebody. It's just that you don't have the, you don't have the expectations which i think is a lot easier to live by than always looking for that certain thing and it it not happening you might be surprised what does happen when you're not looking maybe that's the way it's supposed to turn out so that's the other thing being grateful for what we have and and what is going on in our present life because things don't always go as planned the perfect life I don't know if that exists really in somebody's mind but the life that we're living is the perfect life and it brings us to where we are and the lessons that we had along the way I don't I don't know if anybody has ever heard of soul contracts but that's it's a great book about you know what we're supposed to do and in our lives and that there are certain things that are predetermined that we have to learn and live and once those lessons are learned then we can move on to the next so once I think gratitude is practiced daily and I know I go to bed every single night and I say thank you for you know at least three things during the day but I'm saying thank you in my head many times during the day but I try at least three things and they don't have to be huge because we have to recognize what's good now. And those good things may have not been anything that we ever dreamed of happening in our lives, but it turned into a good, a good thing or a good place in our lives. So that really got off topic into a lot of things that I wasn't expecting to go. But then again, I had expectations for this, for this podcast and even though it didn't go as expected. And again, I did my mind stuttering all over the place. I think that um, it all tied together in a weird way. So anyway, 
those are my ramblings on my drive today. Um, I'm going to head home. was at the gym. So I'm in dire need of a shower. Hope everyone is having a great weekend. And I will talk with you all soon.